Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Buy a Business Near Me, brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, helping business brokers sell more local businesses. Now, here's your host. Welcome to another exciting and informative edition of Buy a Business Near Me. Stone Payton here with you this morning. This is going to be a fantastic conversation. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with Euphoria Noir, Miss Sharita Buford. How are you? Oh, I am great. How are you guys? Oh, we are doing well, and it's such a pleasure to get a chance to visit with you today. You have so many irons in the fire, as my daddy would say, so many plates spinning. But today, we're going to get a chance to talk a little bit about the Green Rush. But before we dive into some specific questions and topics, maybe it would be a good idea to, to share with our listeners, you know, mission, purpose, what are, what are you and your team really out there trying to do for folks with this effort? Well, we're just trying to make sure that everyone that's getting into this green rush is properly informed on the policy and procedures and, you know, most of the laws and the guidelines. So um, we're just trying to give them a starting point and make sure they're educated and kind of, you know, cultivate what they're doing, kind of do a little mentorship and make sure that this uh, green rush is what they call and it gets out to the right people, the right resources. Um, the right banks, the right financial institutions, just basically some good old-fashioned just starting it up from the ground up. Well, I'll tell you something else that would be helpful for me personally, and I think it would be good for the listeners as as well. Maybe you can help us get a handle on some different terms like hemp, then there's CBD, and there's the Delta 9 strains. It's all, it's, it's, it's a lot. So can you give us a little bit of an idea about those? People label it different ways. I think that it's all a derivative of hemp, is sort of speak, when you say the CBD, the Delta 9, the Delta 8, and the few different strains they have. It's all a derivative of the hemp. Um, and so people have their choice on, you know, some people like the Delta 8 because of the smoother taste or the way it makes you feel. Um, some people like the uh, calming effects of the Delta 9. So it's really a personal preference, but they're all derived from one plant, which is the hemp. Um, and so it just became a little bit more popular to say, hey, I like the Delta 8 strand versus the 7 versus the 9. Or um, there are a few additional new strands out. I mean, we really can't keep up. These guys are very creative uh, <laughs> with these strands and, <laughs> um, and their healing properties. And, you know, they're, they're medicinal and non-medicinal reasons as well. So it's basically it's the same thing. People just have their preference on what they like. Now, it's my understanding there are some regulatory things still in place. You got to jump through a few hoops and get some things organized before you can get into this business. Is that the case in in Texas? And and what does it take to get your... Definitely, definitely. So what our group does is basically we sit you down with a consultation and we make sure, one, that you're lawfully able to achieve the goals that you set forth. So there's like some legalities that you go over just to make sure that, um, you know, you're in compliance. And then once we go through that, we basically develop a business plan starting from the basically the bottom bottom on getting their retail license, making sure there are spaces. We just basically go over a plan. And so um, once we do that, we start with the licensures for first. 
Um, after we do that, then we just basically, we follow the plan that we came in and they put together. So if they say, hey, I'm looking to get into this business, we first go over the legalities, which is checking the state website. I'm proud to say Mr. Sid Miller and his team has it very mapped out on the website. They have YouTube videos, basic instructions. I mean, our Department of Agriculture really supports us when it comes to getting in this line of business. So that is a very good place to start. But if they don't know how to start even on those websites, they can come to us and we can walk them through the whole process. So how in the world did you get started in this line of business? What's the what's the backstory on you? Well, the backstory is, um, as you can see, uh, the name um, Euphoria in the War, uh, it's basically I started out uh, doing brokering. And so I'm a very, very very strong advocate of breast cancer and cancer survival uh, survivalists. So now the new term that we use is warrior. So after going, you know, in some conversation with some warriors, we were looking for, um, I guess you would say, a holistic approach to uh, cancer treatment. And so uh, what we came on was a lot of our holistic doctors were using uh, CBD, hemp, and THC to combat some of the symptoms uh, before and after chemo treatments. And some of them, they didn't even receive chemo treatments. They also said that they received benefits. So after searching it for the cancer, I found out that there was a lot more things as far as building materials, uh, construction uh, properties, just basic. It's a sustainable resource for us as well. Not only does it have uh, holistic approaches to ailing symptoms. So that's basically how I got into it, consulting with some of my warriors who were survivors, and they told they introduced me to this. And so uh, we started out with taking shakes, edibles, tenaxures, uh, oils, and it actually helped me as well. And I'm using it based off a holistic approach. So that's how I got into it, just basically looking for a healthy alternative. Yeah. And with your background in brokerage, you probably have a pretty good handle on helping people even get funded. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So there are several, what people don't understand is that it's several different programs that they can go to that offer grants, sponsorships. Um, There's a lot. Uh, So when you deal with the hemp, it depends on what phase or, you know, what your plan is or what your goal is, I should sort of speak, because we all start with the plan, but we have to have a goal. They have uh, so many resources through the United States Department of Agriculture because you're actually saying that you want to produce on the United States land. So they will help you. They will give you the resources uh, that you need. You just have to know what you want um, because it's such a broad area, but you're actually cultivating soil. Um, I partner with some of the local colleges uh, that do agriculture, and they're always eager to help to send volunteers. So there's a there's a lot of good stuff involved in it. It makes you feel good, too, because you're actually growing. And I'm not a growing person. I, I like to go to the grocery store and it's already done for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does sound like very rewarding work. What, what do you enjoy the most about it? What I enjoy most is um, I get to be a cool kid. Um, I never was the cool kid. I was a nerd kid. So when you start talking about CBD and THC with the kids, I have college kids that actually call me and say, hey, you know, I want to know if I take this class, will you be able to help me? You know, when I'm finished. So (laughs) it kind of puts you on a cool rush uh, with your college kids if you have them or their friends. Um, it gives you something different to talk about because not many people are are easy with talking about it, but it's it's something that they're doing in you know pretty much every state. So now that Texas is taking a part in it, I think it's actually an interesting 
conversation, which makes me kind of like the conversational piece now amongst my peers. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're sitting down with folks, some who may be very knowledgeable about the product uh, and, and may or may not uh, have a great deal of experience getting a business off the ground, I bet you see some patterns, like some of the same things that are missing or some the some of the same questions or, or misconceptions. Has, has that been the case where you where you see some things over and over and you're like, yep, I've I've heard this before and here's some things you need to think yes. about. Yes. So we get a lot of people to come in and they come in like, hey, I've seen about seven retail stores. You know, this is what we want to do. Um, they have a misconception of just jumping in and putting it on your shelf. Like I said, there's policy and procedures. We set them down. We consult with them. Uh, they can come by our office. They can come by our location. Um, we have a full staff that, you know, they do an intake interview and based upon their intake interview, then we, you know, like I said, we call them back in or we'll Zoom them and we'll basically go over that plan and show them what they're missing or basically how to put the pieces to the puzzle together so they can see their pathway on how to get started. So in, in, in this business of yours and in consulting in the past with, with, uh, with other entrepreneurs and brokering businesses, did you have the benefit of a of a mentor or two that kind of helped you learn the the terrain? Well, actually, not really. Um, the mentors I would see would be probably my holistic guys, um, and these were just a, a group of ladies who have a group, um, and they were basically we just got together and we self taught. And by me having a background uh, dealing with government services for procurement and brokering, it just kind of like fell into place. I just kind of started looking around. And maybe for the last two years, I've just been doing my research, uh, following up with my organizations, making sure I stay in the network with all of the groups, the advocates. Um, we're actually on board uh, this month. We're going to Austin for a two days training um, mm -hmm. and sessions. So you just have to basically um, it's self-taught because it's not really many people out here right now that can share the information or even have privy to knowing the information. And I've just been on this board for so long because I do do projects through the USDA that it just so happened to be that this was just maybe a, just a door I just had to open in the room that I was already in. So how does the whole sales and marketing thing, it, it's kind of a two-part question. How does the whole sales and marketing process work for you in this business of helping launch these, these businesses? And then uh, how does the sales and marketing thing work for the, for these businesses? Well, I'm not really a sales and marketing manager, but from what I'm hearing, word of mouth and social media is like 90% of how these uh, people are taking like rocket into the top. So I think you have to have a really good social media presence. And then you have to know your audience. And I think they just go after them because these places are, I mean, if you're in Texas and you've been here for a little while, you know, within the last year, there's one at least every 90 days you're seeing a new location open up. So the way that, you know, I believe, like I said, I'm not a marketing uh, specialist, but I do know that social media and word of mouth is just, it's running rampant right now. Well, it makes perfect um, the sense. Other thing, yeah, go ahead. You're right. And so the second part of your question <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I was just wondering how, how the sales and marketing worked for you. Like, how do you get to have conversations with these people? And, uh, and, and maybe it's the same way. Yeah, it is. And then, too, um, like I said, I stay in the emails. I stay in the network. I stay in the know-how. You know, I, I consult amongst my peers. 
uh, basic email, texts, uh, group chats. The group chats and the social media are awesome. So basically, I don't do any um, promoting, so to speak, because everybody um, that I know is is really pretty much a heavy social media presence, and they kind of do the promoting for me or say, hey, if you're looking into this industry, you know, go holler at my girl over here in Missouri City or Sugarland, Texas, and she can help you guys. You know, she's offering consulting this week, or you know, they'll pretty much um, they they'll just give me the I guess the marketing ploy. So I need, so I really don't, you know, do anything. What a um, And then it's guys like yourself that are opening up people as well. <laughs> <laughs> what a fantastic strategy. And it's, uh, you know, I know for me, if I'm shopping for anything, I'm going to go to my circle and I'm going to ask their recommendations. So, I mean, that, that sounds like a solid approach to me. Yeah, you have to, you have to look to your team and look to your inner your inner circle for your Zen, because, you know, you might have somebody that you think like, hey, you know, they're just a manager over here, but they might know 10 people that actually, you know, might have um, something to offer. So you have to just basically take stock of your inventory, because sometimes your biggest network are your peers. So we, we touched on this formal process, and I, I would certainly advocate, look, if, if you're going to go through any kind of process that involves regulation and credentialing, work with with someone like Sharita who has the the experience base and the skill set to help you navigate that it's just uh, that makes all the sense in the world now is there as part of that is there a a pre-approval piece to this at all where you can at least sort of stack the deck in your favor a little bit yes um if you come in or if you call or if you email there's a criteria-based list, what I was telling you about, where it's some standard things that are government-regulated, where you have to meet that criteria for us to even accept you. And we also involve that in our um, in our intake uh, interview as well. You know, we let them know, hey, if you guys can get past this point, then we're welcome to accept you as a client. Um, but we can't do anything about the government-regulated part. Um, but should I say, it's not that hard. I mean... This program is actually open to a lot of people who think like, hey, you know, I've done something in my teenage life or, you know, we've all had those college nights with <laughs> us. And, you know, we're saying, oh, God, you know, we don't care about 20 years in the future. Now we're about 20 years in the future. Hey, it's nothing to worry about. It's just a basic guideline. If you uh, are like someone like me and had a good time and you're, you know, five or six years in college, don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure we're grandparents and we're, you know, we're grown at this point. So I tell people, don't get discouraged. Just let me send you the criteria list. And so far, we've had maybe like two out of 10 that didn't meet the criteria. And I mean, it's wow. really, really easy. The state of Texas wants people to get involved. The Department of Agriculture uh, wants you to get involved because we're sustaining ourselves on American soil. So that's like if you're somebody like me who... You know, we love making products that we make on our on our own soil and we manufacture, we sell, then you would love this. And like I said, the criterias are basic. We'll send you a list of all the government rules and regulations and what the do's and don'ts were um, in your intake interview. And like I said, maybe two out of 10. Um, so I always tell people, hey, give it a shot. It doesn't cost you anything but an email or a phone call. And we'll send you uh, what they have on the website. So you don't have to look for it. Um, we have it all downloaded for you. You can send us an email or book an appointment and we'll give it to you. And like I said, as long as they can pass the criteria, they're pretty much good to go. We'll hold their hand through the whole process. 
So are there opportunities evolving for someone like me, maybe, who may want to invest in a startup like that because I see the market potential, but I don't really want to run my own shop or anything? Is there a a platform or a, a channel or a way to invest in, in, in some of these startups? Have you Have you seen that? Yes, yes. We have a lot of um, people who have representatives that approach us and they just want to know how could they be, how could they get involved. We have an affiliation program. We're not uh, franchising because of the industry that it is. You know, you mm-hmm. have to be careful. But we do offer an affiliation program, which allows you to come in and speak with our team. Um, they will show you the legalities of it. Um, they'll sit down and they'll strategize. They'll show you the funding that you have available. They'll show you, basically, we'll give you the structure set up so you'll know what your risk is, whether it's on the low end or the high end. We'll show you the financial institutions that get involved with us. We'll show you all the regulations. Because what a lot of people don't know is when you get into this industry and you're on it on the medical side, um, there are split spending accounts that will cover your um, bill. There's Hmm. also um, insurance plans that will cover your bill, but you have to know how to go in through the system. You have to know the doctors and the network. So we show them all the back end so they'll know the risk coming in. And then we also show them uh, the people that have already been set up by the government who can consult past what our knowledge is. We also give them referrals to those as well. We show you the financial institutions that will offer you services like delayed pays, or uh, pay payment plans, because there's a lot of people, um, you know, like let's just say the average guy goes out, he's a, maybe a garbage truck collector. He's jumping on and off that truck. He didn't realize that, you know, after 40, you you know, your bones don't work the same as they did 10 <laughs> years ago when he started. <laughs> so he may want some CBD oil, you know, but hey, he doesn't have the extra, but he has an insurance plan that might cover some of them. And that's what mm. we have people in our office to sit down and go over insurance policies and tell those as well. So a lot of investors get in on the medical or the wellness side, and they find it very lucrative to what they've already been doing. Um, and that's what we, we offer you guys. Like, it's, it's, so, it's so many ways that you can go down this avenue for the Green Rush. That's why we always do an intake interview, and we find out if you're on the investor side or if you're just looking to, like you say, just put a little money up to see what turns out. Before we wrap, this question is a, a little more about entrepreneurship in, in general. So many of our listeners on the Business Radio X Network are early stage entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs. So my question really, it's about inspiration. When you, I mean, you're obviously a very upbeat person. You're very passionate about what you're doing, but, <laughs> but, but, but I know you're human. And, and when, when it's time to recharge the batteries, where do you go? How do you, how do you, sort of rekindle the fire when it's time to do that? Well, I look at the statistics. So if I look at something, um, I I look at the statistics and I look at what it can do. Um, So a lot of people have a misconception. So when I look at something, I say, hey, let me find out for myself. Let me see what good this can do. Let me see how it makes me feel. And, you know, honestly speaking, what's the minimum cost to get involved? So that's a big thing, too. Um, You say, hey, to invest in this product, it might take $25,000. Or to invest in CBD and hemp, you know, I can start out with under $5,000. Wow. You know, or it it may be something that someone said to me. Like they say, hey, you know, I had a, um, you know, one of uh, Euphoria's shakes, which is a dragon fruit 
uh, immune boost and shake and it was, you know, lined with CBD, that'll give me like, hey, well, maybe it was the CBD or maybe it was the dragon fruit. It's just self-interest. Um, how much sweat equity you're willing to pour into something that you have. And I just tell people, just, you know, go for your dream. Find something that you like. Um, I've never been anywhere that they didn't say um, we have any CBD products. You can walk into your gas station, your Walmart, your uh, your massage parlor, you know, everywhere it's at. And so that sparks my interest. And that's the stuff that keeps me going like, hey, I want to know what's going on. It's everywhere, but I don't hear it talked about a lot. So that's something that I go after. I don't know if that answers the question, but, you know, that's the way that I go after it. You know, I've seen it. If, you know, my kids come home from college, hey, we want a CBD bath bomb to take a better bath. You know, I'm sorry. I'm interested. I'm actually investing in a product that I don't know about. And, you know, my from my kids to my peers, they're like, hey, you know, you should try this shampoo or, you know, there's hemp clothing. You know, it's just something that you have to have a self-interest in. And it's not a heavy startup. So that makes it enticing. And it's just something that you, you know, like I said, it's it's very interesting to go into it and find out that it has so many medical properties as well as the medicinal as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it absolutely answers the question. Okay, let's make sure that our listeners have a way to learn more, get in touch with you or somebody on your team. So let's uh, let's leave them with some coordinates, whatever you feel like is appropriate, whether it's email or website or, or, or LinkedIn. I just want to make sure that folks can connect with you and, and learn more. Yes, yes, yes. So actually, I do have a LinkedIn. <laughs> and I have all the social media platforms. And um, we have people that activate them. So if you guys want to go ahead and follow, it's Think Pink Hotshot Service. Um, on every platform. Um, you can also search for Sharita Buford um, on LinkedIn, or you can look for Think Pink Hotshot Service um, across all boards, LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Well, Sharita, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show today. Thank you so much for investing the time and, oh, and energy. Was- Thank you so much for having me. And like I said, thank you so much. And I really enjoyed it. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, Sharita Buford with Euphoria Noir and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you next time on Buy a Business Near Me.